was pretty much one actor and one actor alone whose movies I will see just because he is in them. Like a lot of you, I do the endless scroll on uh, Netflix and try to find that particular TV show or movie that fits the mood I'm in. But if I'm scrolling and I see a Jake Gyllenhaal movie, I'll watch it nine times out of ten. Doesn't matter what it is. Jarhead. Nightcrawler. Zodiac. That's a good one. Nightcrawler's a good one. Nightcrawler's great. Plays a dude who shows up at crime scenes, and he was a stringer, right? Uh, yeah. Great choice, Micah, by the way. So it doesn't matter what the film is. I'll watch it. He's in my favorite, well, one of my favorite movies, right up there with Pulp Fiction and Silence of the Lambs, Donnie Darko. Now, that's a confusing movie that I could understand you. Maybe you get done with it and you go, what in the Sam Hill just happened? I got to watch that again. I've never realized how impressive his catalog is. Oh, he's got a he's got a body of work oh, uh, yeah. befitting of an of a A-list actor. He's got a thick catalog. <laughs> I don't know what that means. He's also got, a, in my opinion, a tremendously talented sister. His uh, his sister oh, yeah. Maggie is unreal. Yeah, I, she's good. I think she's great in just about everything she does. Um, so you know, Donnie Darko, you get done with it. Oh. You see Donnie's mom sitting there crying, and Donnie's love interest waves to her. She waves back. All around me are familiar faces. <clears throat> Who is Donnie Darko? Worn out That's one that I get. You get done and you go, I'm not quite certain what just happened here. I was 100 times more confused at the end of this film that I watched with Jake Gyllenhaal than I was the first time I watched Donnie Darko. Hi, caller. What's your name? Hey, I'm Zach. Hi, Zach. Pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you. Again. Uh, yeah, I was just calling to see if the movie that you were uh, confused about was uh, Source Code. No, I think source code was pretty easy to understand. Uh, it just, uh, you know, he, he gets stuck trying to defuse a bomb from a train, and then uh, he has to do it over and over and over and over and over again until he saves everybody's life. That was a little repetitive, but very easy to understand, I think. No, I don't I don't think the movie was confused. I mean, the end uh, was a little weird when you, you know, I don't want to spoil anything, but, I mean, the ending was a little... Uh you know, futuristic, I guess, so it could be left up to interpretation. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't I don't think I even recall how that movie ended, but this one was weird throughout, and it's called Enemy, and it's seven years old, and they call it a, a thriller or psychological thriller. Hall is a college professor who lives a very boring life, and then this dude that he, uh, I think he, he gets stuck in a waiting room with some guy, and the guy starts talking about how he loves recommending movies to people. And so Jake said he doesn't really watch movies. But then he said, okay, what, what's the movie? And the guy goes, oh, you need to see where there's a will, there's a way. So Jake, on a very boring night, blows off sex with his super hot girlfriend and decides he's going to watch where there's a will, there's a way. And he watches it on his laptop. Wait, so is this a real movie? I don't think so. This is like a make-believe movie for the movie. I think it's a make-believe movie for the movie. Okay, got it. It's all in the story. Right. So while he's watching that movie, 
he sees an actor in a scene that looks just like Jake Gyllenhaal, i.e. him. And he goes, that dude looks a lot like me. I got to find out about this guy. So he goes and he, and he finds out who the guy is. And sure enough, the guy's being played by Jake Gyllenhaal. And so they end up getting intertwined in each other's lives with each other's girlfriend and wife and et cetera. But here's where it, and I hate to give the movie away, but I don't encourage you to watch the movie. Like you shouldn't watch it. You'll get done and you'll go, what a waste of an hour and 35 minutes that was. Okay. At the beginning of the movie, there's some kind of underground sex club where a bunch of dirty men are like dirty, wealthy looking men are in a room watching a woman pleasure herself. Okay. And then they let out a tarantula. A tarantula. Okay. For some reason, when you said that, I was thinking that was a dinosaur, but that's it's just a not. big spider. It's, it's a big spider. Okay. I was thinking pterodactyl. Pterodactyl's the big flying bird. You would have really got me then. That uh, that would have made more sense to me. So th- there's a little thing in the, uh, on stage, and they let out a tarantula, and the tarantula crawls while this woman's pleasing herself, okay? okay. There's another part of the movie where Jake is imagining giant War of the Worlds-type spiders taking over a big city. It's in his head, okay? These are these are very integral to the ending of the film. Okay. Because you don't know why those things are happening in the movie while you're watching it. Okay. And you still don't know why those things happened in the movie after you watch it. Because, spoiler alert, the guy, the actor guy, ends up taking out Jake's girlfriend for a romantic weekend getaway. But then, of course, she discovers that he's not Jake because he has an indentation of a wedding ring on his finger. So they're leaving and they're coming back. He jerks the wheel and kills both of them. Right as Jake Gyllenhaal, the, the professor, is banging the actor's pregnant wife. What is the actor's name in the movie? Uh, it's not Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, because I got a little bit lost there for a second. So it's an right. actor playing an actor within a movie where the guy is looking at the actor and realizes they're doppelganger twin yes the college professor jake <laughs> watches the movie and sees actor jake in the movie and he's got to figure out but his name's not jake no but i'm just using that as a reference <laughs> so you know they're both played by jake gyllenhaal okay oh man this sounds like an episode of black mirror it definitely did sound a lot like it now i'm gonna give you the ending good k-dubs on twitter saw this movie and left very confused as well here's where i just don't understand why this happened how this happened or what it meant so so the, the pregnant wife bangs Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Right. And he gets up, and he goes to the kitchen in the actor's house. He turns the corner, and the lady has turned into a giant tarantula, and the movie's over. Okay. So if we look at what a tarantula is, like, symbolic of. Oh what is it? God, Here know. we go. So as far as spirit guides... A tarantula encourages you to use your intuition and sensitivity to elevate your life and your true purpose. Oh, you're just going off the top of the head here, huh? It often appears when you are going through a tough time. Sounds like he's going through a tough time. Identity crisis. Should he have been an actor instead of a professor? I don't know. Apparently, he could have done it. So that's it. That's all. She turns into a damn. She turns into a, ter- a, a pterodactyl. She turns into a tarantula, and the movie's over. You think he was having a dream? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe it was oh, all was Inception. The, oh, was that, the, was that the point? Is that because the tarantula showed up, it showed you that the whole thing was a dream? Is that what it was? I don't know. I, I'm still, I, I have no idea what happened. So then I Google it, and all I find is this article on Vulture.com 
about how the filmmaker is so brilliant and he uses all these allegories in his film and the tarantula was an allegory towards female sexuality and blah, blah, blah. I I must be the biggest numbskull in the world because I do not and did not understand this movie one bit. And if you did, you're a movie super genius and you're way better at it than I am. What's the name of it again? Enemy. 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 What well, doesn't even make any sense? The guy didn't even know Gyllenhaal until Gyllenhaal, well, college professor Gyllenhaal, shows up in actor Gyllenhaal's life. And he's such a good actor that I couldn't turn it off because he's that good. Oh, wow. Mind blower. That sounds a lot like a lot to take in. It was. I'm glad I didn't watch it. I, I'm glad you didn't. And this isn't one of those this is so weird you should see it movies. This is one of those you shouldn't watch this movie. Didn't movies. you say you watched two movies that you didn't get? Yeah, the other one had Jim Carrey and Keanu Reeves in it. And I guarantee you, you haven't seen it and nobody's seen it. A bad batch. Is it the Mandela like effect? Modern? Is it not real? Like, I, I like, think it's modern. Mm. Yeah. That, uh... A bad batch. No one, Jason Momoa's in it too. Oh, geez. You should not see this movie four years ago. So, oh, oh, God. This also, Enemy came out in 2014. So what did you find after you Googled? Did, were there any answers? Not really. Just that tarantulas had a common theme in the movie, which they did, and that I don't know what it meant at the end. But let's move on to the Bad Batch. You ready for this? I'm ready. Lady wakes up in a desert, like a post-apocalyptic desert, where people who are labeled as the Bad Batch have to fend for themselves. Some either dude or lady comes along and hacks off one of her arms and one of her legs. And then she's got to crawl all across the desert. There is a leader of cannibals. And there is Keanu Reeves, who is like a, uh, a, a, a religious god almost. And he encourages people to take hallucinogens. And then Jim Carrey is a, a dusted out, bummy, hurdy-gurdy man. I, I'm telling you. I don't know what was in the air last night. These were two of the yeah. weirdest damn movies. Yeah, those are interesting choices. Like of all the the movies that are out there in the universe, the fact that those are the two you landed on, I whew. I couldn't have picked two weirder movies if I tried. Well, you know what the big hot movie over the weekend was, the least trending number one on Netflix was Tell the uh, what's the name? I was just looking at it. The Wrong Missy with David Spade. I got to tell you, I watched it thinking it would be the worst movie ever. I can't tell you, and it could have been the circumstances. I haven't laughed this hard at a movie since I was a teenager, I don't think. I mean, I was laughing to the point I couldn't breathe when we're talking about just stupid movies. Yeah. Like, like just slapstick stupid movies. This is one of the closest, just raunchy, stupid movies that I've seen in so long. And it stars this woman I've never seen before, but she is, I recommend it. That's all I can say. Nick Swartzen. Nick Swartzen is in it, man. Oh, I know we love Nick Swartzen. But man, he is not looking well. Can we talk for a moment? Oh, he's not. No, he oh. is. Uh, oh, he looks like he was the victim of a terrible uh, allergic reaction or something. Oh, very, like very, he's swelling very swollen. Up. No, no. Uh, can we talk for a moment about a great television program that probably nobody's watching? Little fires everywhere. I'm so John glad made you me watch it. it, and I'm so glad that he did. Thank you, John. Yeah, I wanted. I almost felt like I needed to go back and watch it along with you so we could talk about it better. That is, not only is it really good and it's poignant on a lot of different levels, it tackles a lot of big issues, I think, but it's also just really damn good acting across the board. And I'm not usually one to be like, oh, that was some high-class acting, but it really was. <laughs> it, had me, it had me feeling it. Um, Reese Witherspoon plays a See You Next Tuesday like, like you've never seen her play before. 
and this movie manages to flip you around. You're you're meant to feel one way towards her halfway through, and then it flips, and the Kerry Washington yeah. character gets you. I'm telling you, it's on Hulu, and Little Fires Everywhere is simply magnificent. And it's uh, it's good. It, it's also very good at getting you to wa- watch the next episode. Like we were kind of saying yeah. with Dead to Me, it, it hits you. With, it's it's good, and it hits you with the clinchers, oh. so it's, it's very easy to binge. Those kids are such great actors, too. Drew Grubb Alive, who are you? Rush. Hi, Rush. How you doing, pal? Hey, John. Wrong Missy? Hilarious, dude. Money. Money. Drew, you got to see it. I think for some reason, in my soul, I I hate even saying this. No, I'm not even going to say it. No, say it. Because I don't want to give you preconceived notes. No, no, no. Say it, please. I just feel like you're not going to like it. Well, I mean, now you're putting it in my head. I know. I know. And that's why I didn't want to say it. But I just, I just something about it. Oh. Because you don't think the, I'm like capable it, of well, shutting down that part of like my it. brain and the, enjoying a dumb comedy? The I girl character is so over the top. I mean, it's all about this girl, Missy, the entire movie, really. Okay, and it's she's so over the top that I can see. We what, were, do, what, is, what is over the top? We mean? were a couple moments into it, and Danielle looked at me and said, if it's going to be like this the whole time, I'm not going to be able to deal with this chick. Because it's just this character is meant to be like a million miles an hour constantly over the top. Okay. And, and she is. All right. But it, she has some lines. And she, so describe really, what it's about for okay, me so, again. So David Spade is uh, trying to find love, and he meets, runs into this woman. Well, It starts with a terrible first date, blind right. date, with this woman who is pretty much a psychopath, so bad that he has to jump out the window of the bar that they're at. That okay. happens in the first couple minutes. Been there. Then... Why you gotta be a dick-ass. Exactly. Blah. Then he meets a girl at the airport. They hit it off. They're, they're, they're kindred spirit soulmates mm. in two seconds. She's a former Miss America or something, but they're gone. It happened in a flash. So he's going to Hawaii for a trip, and he, he says, I'm gonna invite this woman that, that I just met who is Miss America, beautiful lover. Right. But he accidentally texts the girl he had the terrible date with. Ah, uh, the wrong Missy. To come to the on the trip with Hawaii okay. with him. And then from there, it's just, it's good. Oh, it sounds great. It's good. I'll it's funny. It. I'm, Look, I would, I, I would recommend probably about 75 milligrams to, for a company. At least. <laughs> and after Enemy uh, and The Bad Batch, I will, I, I'm into I'm into any movie right now. I mean, that's a transition. You're going from that to the wrong Missy. I just want to apologize to my girlfriend. I'm like, I, I invited you over here and we, you know- we hung out and had some ribs that I made on the big green egg, and I and then I was like, "Let's watch a movie." That was my mistake. Now, I am not to be trusted selecting movies any longer, and no one should listen to my movie advice. So maybe you should see this movie and love it. Drew Gobble live. Hello, who are you? Hey, what's up? I'm Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hey, love the show. I am just on this uh, crazy movie thing you guys are talking about. Have you guys seen Midsummer yet? I've been intrigued enough to stop on it on Netflix, but I've never quite made the jump of actually watching it. Should I? You should, yes. Um, Storyline is a little crazy, but the main reason the movie, I think, got so much uh, interest in it is the cinematography is is incredible. Mm. But definitely one of those movies that's going to put your mind in a pretzel. Uh, All right. I I think I'm done with with pretzel, uh, pretzel movies. I don't want my mind to be any more of a pretzel. Yeah, Thank that's you, the thing. Life has got my mind in a pretzel. Right. The world has my mind in a pretzel. I want I want a movie to unpretzel my mind. Right. Like this wrong Missy sounds just like one of those dumb comedies that I could watch and laugh and uh and I don't want to have to think about what a tarantula means. I want to know if you laugh at all or as hard as I. I mean, like all I right. said, it could have just been me, but it's 
I'll, I'll watch it tonight. tonight. I'll, wa- I'll, I'll watch, watch it tonight. I'll watch it tonight as well. Okay, good. Drew Gobble Live, who are you? I don't want to feel alone. Hello. Sounds like you're putting something away. Hello, Drew. Yes, sir. What's your name? Hey, man. My name is Brian. Hi, Brian. Pleasure to speak with you. Drew Grabo, John Sending, Mike Rotunda. How are you guys doing? I love your uh, show and Thank you. listen to you every day. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, I just love it when you do your uh, your movie reviews and stuff like that because typically you're spot on. But um, I had that two I was going to recommend. Um, one is the show. It's on uh, Prime. Okay. And it's called Upload. You know, my parents started watching that last week, and I I want to watch it as well. I've, I've heard I've been that's hearing good. That. I've yeah, been hearing that. I'm on that. Well, it's like a yeah. it's like a uh, 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 so it's some uh, similar to some other show, right? Uh, it's basically kind of like an afterlife type thing. Instead yeah. of oh, yeah, okay. realistically dying, going to heaven, you're uploaded to another hmm. world. You All right, live out your life. Is it a comedy? Right and, uh, it's somewhat, yeah. Oh, right. like your dog is there with you and like your dog can talk to you and you get oh. to like set it up so that it's just your perfect world yeah. kind of at least that's what it looks like <laughs> from the previous yes yes yeah oh. all right i'm on so it it's really good and it's a so, show not yeah. a movie right it's a show yes it's yeah right. brand new series on it uh, just came out thanks one. really appreciate the recommendation the other one thank you the other one was on disney plus it's called uh togo no What's with your friend over there, Micah? <laughs> you all right? That was the movie that I told you about, that my in-laws swore to us that the dog, nothing bad happened to the dog. Like, like, like swore up and down. And we, I had rejected watching the movie 10 times because I had fears that something bad happened to the dog. So then I watched it with an open mind with 100% certainty that the dog was going to be fine. The entire <laughs> essence and point of the movie is that the dog dies. He pushed the dog too far on on the trip that he had to go take to get the vaccine, oh, yeah. and 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 so he pretty much ran his dog to death. Spoiler alert! I gotta say, I'm gonna need that that capture of your response to hit. I don't think on the radio Sorry. anyone Sorry. has ever reacted Sorry. to a movie recommendation. And, that, and honestly, that was right from that was guttural. That came right from your yeah. soul. I didn't have time to think about it. That was just my like, body. Yeah, Disney Plus, Togo. I'm- no! I mean, it's and anybody who says the dog doesn't really <laughs> die at the end, you're you're lying to yourself. The neighborhood kids start coming around and like petting the dogs. It's dying in front of the fireplace. The kids are like, "Is he gonna die?" Is well, he, gonna he doesn't die? die in the movie, so it's left to your imagination. What Maybe is, he doesn't die. His name is to- Togo. No, <laughs> to- Togo. Yes, Drew Gobble alive. Hello. I apologize for the outburst. <laughs> That's great. That's my favorite outburst. Yeah. Go ahead, caller. <laughs> Sir, Hello? yes, from the 941, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Love the show, y'all. Thank you, man. Um, now calling in about the movies. Um, Netflix, Dens of Thieves. Hey, that one's always that one's always uh, peaking yeah, its head up. Right, I see it pop up there, but eventually, I don't know, it's like a dating app. Eventually, you start seeing the same ones over and over, and yeah. you're, it's just an automatic left swipe. You're yeah. like, uh, eh, get out of my life. Drew, grab a live real quick. Go ahead. Hey, I was going to take a stab at the, that movie Enemy and, and like, the oh meaning. Did you watch it? No. Okay, I just... then forget it. No, sorry. <laughs> Drew Gobble Live, go ahead. Hello. Hello. Go ahead, sir. Hello. Go ahead. Memento. Good film. Great film. A mind F of a yeah. film, right? 
Oh my God! I bought so many post-it notes after after that. Yeah, the uh, the you could watch that movie backwards on the DVD, and it was like the exact yes. same series of events, except it happened. That the whole movie takes place backwards. Oh, I already don't like this, dude. This is a fantastic well, who's movie. Who's the guy that did that movie? Guy Pierce. Okay, that okay. Memento is so damn good. Brilliant, brilliant film. Uh, Ralphie from Sopranos is in it. Joe Pantoliano. Mm. This guy wakes up every day and forgets what happens the day before. But he knows that his wife was killed, and he knows that he's got to try to get her killer, and he only knows that because he tattooed these things all over his body when he wakes up. He's like, don't trust Joe G. So then within five minutes, he's like, hey, it's me, Joe. You know, And he's like, oh, don't trust Joe. It's a mind bang of a movie, and I think you guys would love it. Check it out. Say, John, what are you firing up in those joints? Well, I'd like to take a little dive into a true crime story regarding a murdered college student in Utah, and the police officer who was supposed to be investigating turns out to be not such a good guy, and I hate to tell you, Drew, we might have a reason to not love Tom Brady. I'll give you that and much more next.